Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Coming to a country near you very soon. Italian hairdressers face fines for shampooing amid heat wave. Wait, what? That's right. The mayor of one Italian town has banned hairdressers and barbers from shampooing their customers twice in an attempt to conserve water during one of the most severe droughts in decades. This should actually be happening here in the United States right now. Uh, we're only washing you once, okay? If we catch if we catch the hairdressers washing you twice, now maybe we just, now maybe we just send them to jail. Or welcome to chewing the fat. Mail day. <laughs> We've got mail. Mail sent to Jeff Fishing. Chewing the fat. Here at the Mercury Studios, Riverside Drive in Irving, Texas. From uh, the address given on the uh, on the on the envelope. I looked it up online. Uh, that's how things work. Uh, a little thing called Google Maps. And it is comes from a movie theater. Uh, so thank you movie theater or person who works at the movie theater it's got some stamps on it uh, from uh, Oklahoma City Oklahoma now we're the last that's the only place we get mail from here on Chewing the Fat is Oklahoma City Oklahoma at the uh, the Regency there <laughs> I need to get my I need to bring in a Chewing the Fat letter opener so I don't have to rip these envelopes. Ooh, the school paper too. And there's something in here. Wow. <laughs> shouldn't, have, shouldn't have blown into the envelope like that. Now there's a gift and a letter. Do we read the letter first or do we look at the gift first? Gift. An airhead. Yay! White mystery. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you. That's really great. There's nothing I want more than a white mystery airhead. On blue lined paper. Dear Jeffy. This is cold read, by the way. I've not read this beforehand. To be clear, your podcast, Join the Fat, is first rate. Much better than that Glenn Beck, G-L-I-N-B-E-K, guy. I have just one request. No more amorphophallus. Amorphophallus. I like that. Uh, encloses an item to both bribe and manipulate you. Sincerely, I'm a hog. Well, I'm a hog. Uh, thank you, and we will take your request under advisement. Um, I appreciate the gift or the bribe given to the king as you come to the to the throne, but uh, it's going to take more than a white mystery airhead to get me to stop playing. Amorphophallus. So, I mean, I can understand... I'll say this. I'll say this. I understand 
a little bit of your frustration, Ima, hog. But uh, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. I mean, it's, that's the whole point of the bit. And so, man, can you get me another word? And should I just, you know, start using corsetin? Corsetin. Like I, I got it. Okay. I, I don't like that one though. That was not as good as amorphophallus. Amanthus agrestis. What is that one? Amanthus agrestis. What was that again? Amanthus agrestis. I don't remember what that was. Amorphophallus. Yeah, that's what it was. So I first read the headline of the story, and I thought, okay, I mean, it's not real. It's just somebody being, you know, trying to be funny. I am sexually attracted to a fence and love it as a companion. <laughs> Come on now. Okay. Seriously, it can't be real, right? I mean, I get, all right, so you, you know, you're in love with inanimate objects. We talked about the one girl that wanted to marry her little jet, <laughs> her little airplane model. She fell in love with the 737 Max. But, uh, so this particular woman, um, a TikTok user, huh, uh, at Mistia, then I don't need a morphophallus, but M-I-S-T-A-I-A-H. And she, uh, the woman named Erica Labrie became famous for marrying the Eiffel Tower after a documentary about her attraction to inanimate objects was released. And what a great documentary it was. In the documentary, so this clip we're going to play right now is from the documentary. You're going to find out exactly how great this documentary is. Erica is seen straddling a red fence and pleasantly talking to the camera about her attraction. I did not expect to find a fence like this here at all. Erica? I did not expect to find a fence like this here at all. Uh, He's perfect. I mean, this is the shape that I like so much. These angles, fabulous. Okay, stop for just a second. So Erica identifies as an objectum sexual. An objectum sexual, which, according to this, is a person who can become romantically and sexually attracted to inanimate objects. Now, I will say that since this is chewing the fat, just know that I cannot listen to Eric, Erica, Eric, Erica, however she, whatever she goes by, uh, without hearing some things in my head as well. So let's go back to Erica. And then we'll listen to Erica, and then we'll listen to what I hear in my head. Remember this from the documentary. We get ambient noise from her looking at the fence. Fences are such dangerous objects for me. I know. Because they are so perfect in their geometry. Uh, I mean, I have to say, there is a lot of physical stuff going on right now. Right? I mean... And I, I think that happens between human relationships as well, but I'm definitely physically attracted to this fence. Um, and I would like to get to know this fence better. Oh, yeah. Oh, you are sweet. Oh. You are sweet. 
all we got to do just you know what just take it from the beginning i want it i want it from the beginning both erica and the music in fact play the music start the music and then get right to erica i want to hear the whole thing i did not expect to find a fence like this here at all he's perfect i mean this is the shape that i like so much these angles fabulous fabulous Fences are such dangerous objects for me because they are so perfect in their geometry. Uh, I mean, I have to say there is a lot of physical stuff going on right now. I mean, and I, I think that happens between human relationships as well, but I'm definitely physically attracted to this fence. I bet you are. And I would like to get to know this fence better. You are sweet. Oh, you are so sweet. An objective sexual. Erica Labrie. Bless your heart. That's all I'm saying. Just bless your heart, Erica. I mean, I'd like to make fun of her, but whatever all right let's go to the break room i need something cold to drink <laughs> desperately <laughs> after erica oh man <sighs> so good hey as long as we're in the break room i know uh you like me like to have a great snack throughout the day uh, but you'd rather, you know, maybe not pack on the pounds while doing it, which is a difficult task. But I've got great news. Built Bar is here to save the day. They've got so many flavors. There's something for everyone. When you talk to a Built Bar fan, which I am one, um, we, they're passionate about their favorites. And, uh, I mean, coconut, mint brownie, double chocolate. Salted caramel, cookies and cream. I think those are all on my favorite list. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know that I would pick just one. Maybe the salted caramel. Maybe, maybe. But then when I'm eating the coconut, I'm like, no, that's my favorite. Then I move on to the mint brownie. Nope, that one's my favorite. I move on to the double chocolate. Nope, that one's my favorite. Salted caramel. Oh, yeah, salted caramel. That's my favorite. That's number one. No problem. What about the cookies and cream? Yeah, that's my favorite now. So they're all your favorite while you're eating them. And you, if you decide to yourself, I can't really pick a flavor right off the bat, you can get a mix box where you're going to get two of each of their nine regular flavors. Built Bars have up to 18 grams of protein they're 180 calories or less only four to five grams of sugar and only four to five net carbs but thankfully you're not going to know that by tasting them uh, because uh, they taste amazing and they're incredible and they take care of your sweet tooth and you're still healthy hello i mean it's, they're the perfect bar and i mean now how do you get them you go to built.com. Duh. B-U-I-L-T dot com. 
Use the promo code Jeffy. You're going to get 15% off your first order. Don't forget to use the promo code Jeffy for 15% off at Built.com. Built.com, promo code Jeffy. That's where Airbnb becoming sticks in the mud. Uh, They put a permanent ban on parties listed on their site for short-term rentals. What? I mean, are are we going to follow that? Because what's what's the worst that happens? You get banned from Airbnb? So you throw a big party, and then uh, they kick you out. So, okay, anyway, the company uh, believes uh, the ban has worked. Uh, The reports of parties at listed properties have dropped 44% from a year ago. So more than 6,600 guests were suspended for related violations. Suspended 6,600 guests? Wow. Because they had a party? How's it coming on uh, the people reporting cameras in the house? Oh, no, they already said that. They already fixed that, and it wasn't real. Eh, okay. That's what they said. So they began to crack down on parties in 2019 after a fatal shooting at a party in a house in California. Somebody's always got to ruin it for somebody. Huh. <laughs> At the time, the company prohibited advertising parties at Airbnb locations on social media. I mean, how else are you supposed to promote the party? Just flyers in the neighborhood? I guess, okay. A number of parties at Airbnb locations increased uh, during the pandemic. Duh. People said, we can't get together at a bar. We'll make a bar at this location right here. So they banned them temporarily and now the ban is permanent once once you get a ban man it doesn't go away you can quote me on that once there's a ban it doesn't go away i know shocking so airbnb said it will lift a limit of 16 people at rented properties the cap was prompted by health concerns before vaccines against covid19 were available so I can still have more than 16 people at my Airbnb. But that's not a party. That's just friends hanging out. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> These are the kind of parties you advertise face-to-face, baby. Why don't you join us over here at the old Airbnb? It's got a fence around the house. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if this is good news or bad news, but uh, Pinterest CEO Ben Silberman, uh, if I don't know Ben, I haven't had the opportunity to meet Ben Silberman, but he is the CEO of Pinterest. And uh, yeah, I'm a fan. I'm, I have a Pinterest account. <laughs> yeah, I do. I have a Pinterest account. I like looking through. I'm a fa- in fa- I am fashion. Don't look at me like you're looking down your nose at me. Ooh, there's another saying. Might as well do that on, <laughs> on overtime. Looking down your nose at someone. Um, He's also the company's co-founder, stepping down. What is happening over at Pinterest? 
He's stepping down. He's being replaced by Google's president of commerce, Bill Reddy. So Bill leaving Google's commerce department to go over and run Pinterest. Is Pinterest under Google? I thought that was a separate thing. I I thought Pinterest. All right, now I have to find out. You don't need to put me on hold. Fine. I just want to know. I don't think Pinterest is owned by Google. Pinterest. I'll see my further now then kind of found out who is Pinterest owned by Pinterest yeah it's Pinterest is owned by Pinterest it's privately owned okay so that's Facebook I mean Facebook and Google have got to have deals with them right because they have yeah they've got work deals but they don't know okay thanks for holding appreciate you listening appreciate you holding your, your listenership is really important to us means a lot to us I mean that with every I mean that. But, uh, yeah, Pinterest is on its own. So Homeboy is leaving Google to go over to Pinterest. Maybe that's uh, maybe that's a thing where Google is just going to say, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take it over now. That's uh, ours now. So Ben will get his cut. I mean, it's worth hundreds of millions now. Amazing. Pinterest. 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 I thought you were a fan. I am. I am a fan. But, you know, all it is is just a a thing. That's what everything is. Yeah, you can quote me on that. It's a thing. I mean, I don't I have an account and I scroll through and I look at fashion. No, really, I look at fashion. There's only been a couple of pictures that I had saved that have now gone away. Pinterest does go in and say, Oh yeah, no, those are not <laughs> I didn't think it was bad. I thought it was fashion. But apparently, <laughs> apparently Pinterest said no. But if you go in, I'll tell you a little secret on Pinterest, all right? So if you see a picture that you like, you go in the picture, then you go inside that picture for more pictures. Then you go inside another picture inside of that. So once you get about three or four levels deep, Pinterest will never find it. What? If you need me to explain more internet stuff to you, <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> Plus, I don't know if you know this or not on Pinterest, but you can have locked accounts. So you can save pictures under a locked lock and key site. So nobody knows what they are except you. And Ben Silverman <laughs> of Pinterest. I'm pretty sure they have a pretty good idea of what's on their site. That's what they do, but you never know. We are at a tipping point in America. With 400,000 children in the U.S. foster care system and a quarter of those awaiting a forever family, Christians must step up. This is Jack Graham, senior pastor at Prestonwood Baptist Church, inviting you to Chosen, a summit addressing these urgent needs on Saturday, April 13th. 
Chosen will empower churches to begin foster care and adoption ministries and equip families who are adopting or fostering. We have great speakers joining me, including Sadie Robertson Huff and Governor Greg Abbott of the great state of Texas, along with dozens of breakout sessions. I urge you to join us and help make a difference in the lives of these precious children. Register at Prestonwood.org chosen. I see where the Academy, the Film Academy, the Academy Awards, the Oscar, they've invited 397 people to become members. A whole new fresh batch of members. I hope none of them are white, I'll tell you that. I want just females. I want BIPOCs. That's it. I don't want any white people. Apparently, uh, 44% of the invitees are women. 37% are non-white. And 50% are non-Americans. 54 different countries are represented. Wait. So, 50% are non-Americans, okay. 44% are women. 37% are non-white. Interesting. Anyway, congratulations to the long list. I looked down the long list of people. Billie Eilish is on there. Jamie Dorn. Some of the people you'd think, they're not part of the Academy already. And uh, they will be soon, as they were asked. I had uh, the email of the long list of people that uh, were invited to now be a part of the Academy. I looked down the list, and I did not see my name. I'm a little pissed. I, I know. I know. I looked down the list under actors. Not there. I looked down the list under casting directors. Not there. I looked down the list under cinematographers. I mean, we know one that's not there. We'll get to that story in a little bit. And I'm not on that, too. Well, you know, the one that Alec took care of. Great story from him today. Holy cow. This guy, man. I looked under costume designers. Not there. Looked under directors. Not there. Looked under documentary. I don't know. Not there. My name isn't under documentary. I just feel like it should be. Executives. Not there. feel like it should be. Film editors. Not there. Makeup artists and hairstylists. Not there. Marketing and public relations. Not there. Music. Not there. Producers. Not there. Production design, short films and feature animation, sound, visual effects, writers, members at large. Ooh, I didn't look down the list of members at large. Let's see. A, B, C, D, E, F. Not there. <laughs> I wonder, is our boy, uh, he probably, he has to be, right? Alec Baldwin. He's got to be a part of the Academy of Motion Pictures and Sciences, right? I mean, he has to be a member, right? I mean, he's uh, he's been in a lot of huge movies, has he? Yeah, well, I mean, Hunt for Red October. That was 1990. Holy cow. The Aviator, 04, Departed, 06. Co-hosted the 82nd Academy Awards with Steve Martin. Oh, that went down in history, I bet. I don't even remember it. So he's got to be a member of the Academy. I mean, 
even after the rust incident, I mean, maybe the Academy might say, uh, hey, Alec. Maybe not. Maybe not this year, bro. <laughs> maybe you take it easy. You step back a little bit, okay? You see, I keep talking about him and bringing him up because I saw his... I saw a partial segment of his interview with Woody Allen yesterday. For those of you listening live, today is the 29th of June, 2022. Now, I saw his Instagram post promoting this interview with Woody Allen. And I thought, what is going on? So then I'm reading his Instagram post and it says, let me preface this by stating that I have zero interest in anyone's judgments and sanctimonious posts here. I'm obviously someone who has my own set of beliefs and could not care less about anyone else's speculation. If you believe that a trial should be conducted by way of an HBO documentary, that's your issue. Meanwhile, IG Live this Tuesday, 10.30 a.m. with Woody Allen. Join us. <laughs> so I, I listened to Alec promoting his video. This coming Tuesday. All right, stop for just a second. I just realized, you know, I, I keep doing the Alec bit. Just know that's a rule of the show, okay? When I mention his name, his full name, he gets a gunshot. When I mention his first name, he gets... And if I say Alec Baldwin, that's just the rules of the show. Okay, that's just the way it is. You have to do it. Okay? All right, back to his Instagram post. The 28th. <laughs> He's so it's bad. The 28th, I think. With this coming Tuesday, I'm going to be doing an Instagram live at 10.30 Eastern Time. 10.30 Eastern Time with... And he holds up the book. Woody's book, which is... I forget the name of Woody's stupid book. What is it? Oh, I can't remember Woody's stupid book. Tuesday, the How 28th, to marry your 10.30 kid, Eastern Woody Time. Woody Allen. Um, I'm going to be doing an Instagram live with Woody Allen. Woody Allen. Uh, oh, I love, I love you, Woody. Is that it? Zero Gravity? Is that um, the latest one? Instagram live with Woody. Tuesday, 10.30. Be there. I think that's it. Zero Gravity is the book he held up, right? That's the book? I feel like that's... I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's got uh, Woody on the back. So I, as I'm listening to this yesterday, I'm like... Holy cow, that's right now. So I, I head over to Alec's Instagram account, and I, they're on. There's Alec and Woody, and I was a, it was the last. It gets frustrating because I keep forgetting that it's a stupid thing. Rules are rules, I know. And so uh, anyway, so I head over there, and, it's the, and I watched it. was the last five minutes or whatever. Just terrible. Just terrible. These two doofuses talking to each other about the book and now then then alec went off on his uh 
I didn't get COVID. I always wore a mask. I really believe I went out in public. I saw I didn't stop living. I went out. I wore a mask. I didn't get COVID. And Woody's like, yeah, I mean, good for you, but uh, you probably had some luck involved in that too, since it was running rampant. I mean, even eighty-six-year-old Woody's like, uh, that doesn't really do anything, bro. But okay, whatever. So uh, now, apparently, I missed, and I'm very disappointed. I missed some of the good stuff that happened early on in the interview, and I, I didn't, I haven't seen any footage because he was going to post it. And I didn't go back. I didn't actually care enough to go back and listen to the interview. My mistake, and I apologize. Because um, it's out there. But apparently he was hollering at his helper. Woody's Instagram feed froze up. And so now Alec is pissed. And he stands up and he's yelling. They had dogs barking and he's yelling at his staffer. He's a staffer. He's yelling at the house cleaner to shut the dogs up and get them the hell out of there. (laughs) And he finally got Woody back. Woody did say that he's probably going to retire. I mean, the guy's 86. He's got maybe, he believes he's got a couple of movies left in him. Good luck. We'll see. But, you know, hey, he is still married to the same woman now for a long time, right? I mean,. How long has he been married to the kid? Because he's 86 now. How long has Woody been married to the kid? Woody, please hold. <laughs> Woody Allen married to his kid. Wow, part of Diane Keaton, Mia Farrow. This guy, man. Thanks for holding. Your listenership is very important to us. I'm lost in a what a douchebag Woody Allen is for a moment. And he's talking to douchebag Alec Baldwin. Unbelievable. Ugh. So, let's see. In 97, Woody Allen, 62-year-old Academy Award-winning writer-director of such movies as Annie Hall and Hannah and her sisters. I mean, Annie Hall, that was a huge movie at the time. Uh, Mary's 27-year-old Sun Yiprevin, the adopted daughter. See, they're not even blood. Everybody calls, and they like calling him his daughter. They were adopted, not even blood. So he dumps Mia, and he gets with Sun Yi. So that was in when? Oh, 97. 97, wow. So... 2007, 2017, 2022 is 25 years. Ah, thank you. So, I mean, he's stuck in there quite a while. That's pretty good. I mean, you can't put an age on love. Uh, some people can put a bloodline on love, but what he didn't? What do you want with the stepkid? Look, I'm going to adopt you, and then, well, you know, you're in the house. And right. Mia doesn't love me anymore. What did I do with that kid? Oh my gosh. That guy's such a douchebag. Turn that off. I just thought that guy's a douchebag, man. <laughs> I didn't need to. I didn't want to leave Manhattan. I didn't want to leave my apartment. What did I do with her? 
douchebag, man. Reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio, Chewing the Fat YouTube page, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And uh, I was just looking at, I don't think you can go live on Pinterest yet. Uh, I have a Pinterest fascination. That Maybe that needs to happen. We put the Google guy in charge. Uh, maybe we need to be able to go live. <laughs> go live. There's not enough places to go live on. You can go live on the, your uh, LinkedIn page. I can go live on Instagram, go live on Facebook. I can go live on Twitter with the spaces, right? That's what you know. There's no video there. And then no live on Pinterest. Very disappointing. I mean, is this America or what? I mean, really? Why can't I go live on Pinterest? (laughs) And I know somebody's going to tell me, you can. They do live fashion shows all the time. Okay. Well, then I missed out. I'm sorry. I see where uh, our girl, uh, Jelaine Maxwell, got 20 years yesterday. You know her, you love her. 20 years. They do not like her. They were not a fan of her. The judge made a point of saying uh, Ms. Maxwell is not being punished in place of Epstein or as a proxy for Epstein. Oh, okay. Uh, If you say so. No problem. I mean... Whatever, he's dead now. Nobody cares about him, right? Right. Oh, speaking of uh, <laughs> of a suicide in prison, this is actually, who died today? Who died today? So officials in Georgia say this Georgia man killed himself in prison. And you think, oh, okay, well, I mean, it happens. Right? I mean, people get distraught, and that's what happens. This particular Georgia man had just been sentenced to death in the killings of two corrections officers during an escaped attempt five years ago. Oh, so now he's killed himself in prison. Not a chance. No one in the world believes that. But we'll go with the paperwork. And you know what? That's what happened. Uh look, we we tried to we tried to revive him and uh Nope. <laughs> Couldn't bring him back. Wish we could have. I know he's unresponsive. Look at him, he's just laying there. All right, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Uh, unbelievable. So he killed two guards, uh, you know, trying to escape. And it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, they were family members that were happened to be guarding him today or, you know, the other day when he killed himself. Because, uh, you know, look, we, uh, we found him. He was unresponsive in his cell. We called, we called help. They came. Now nah, he's dead. Pronounce him dead. Just go ahead and pronounce him dead. So, I mean, he was, he looked beautiful. I didn't, he doesn't have a teardrop tattoo. He does have the neck tattoos up front. 
and he couldn't be in the army with a tattoo like that. Remember, we talked about the new tattoos you can have in the army. You can have the ones in the back of your neck, and you can have one on each hand. And but you can't have uh, you can't have the neck tattoos except for in the back and facial tattoos. And he's got a it's like a drawn oh I see it's drawn devil devil yeah that's, okay it looks great on him he's got the devil horns tattooed on his skull and, and, and his hair is growing over it now in this picture maybe this one he was just found after escaping <laughs> and had a chance to trim it up any then he's got uh a r seven AR-7 Amorphophallus. up above his left eye with a dollar sign and then he's got some kind of tattoo underneath his left eye off to the side then he's got some kind of ear tattoo then he's got some kind of other tattoo up above his right eye it's a good looking man it's a good looking man it's a shame that he didn't find life worth living anymore and had to take his own life in a jail cell after he had just been sentenced to death for killing two guards five years before huh so incredible they found a u.s navy destroyer uh in the philippines the uss samuel b roberts popularly known as sammy b i mean duh uh it was identified wednesday broken into two pieces on a slope at a depth of 22,916 feet. That puts it about uh, 1,400 feet deeper than the USS Johnston, the previous deepest wreck discovered uh, last year in the Philippines. So American explorer Victor Vescovo, founder of the Dallas-based Caladin Oceanic Expeditions, announced the latest find with a UK-based IOS expedition. So they get to keep it? I mean, so many times these guys find all these wrecks that could have, I mean, who knows? Maybe Sammy B was carrying some military gold. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Does he get to keep it? No, I think not. I think that I think the U.S. government would say, eh, that's ours. Because all these countries are thinking that they own these wrecks now. So it's almost, I mean, why do it? why announce it i mean find it and bring it up and don't announce it that's the thing kind of tough to do in today's world though i mean it's tough not to uh, the ship's been sitting out there for quite a while what's it doing out there there's three or four ships looks like they're bringing up stuff from the bottom of the ocean now nah, they're not doing anything don't worry about it they're doing nothing so i mean we're gonna we're gonna be able to i don't know if they're gonna bring it up um it was destroyed, you know, by some Japanese heavy cruiser in World War II. So uh, there's now they they have it and they can find it. And hopefully, if they have some some kind of you know they find some bodies or they know the men that were on the ship, they can you know at least give them a proper a proper burial for that. Did you know? Here's something. I give you something to think about. Yeah, then I'll let you go for today. You know, I've given you so much today. You're welcome. But I want you to... I have. But I want... I have. 
we're heading into the holidays too the independence day holiday i mean we're close it's right we're smack dab in the middle of the week here the end of pride month i mean i give and i give and i give here on chewing the fat you're welcome but i'll leave you with this what where are the fireworks that's a good point they're coming up they're going to be all weekend long man people are going to have fireworks all over plus there's plenty of places around the country that are blind you know fire burning they got banned fire burns fire bands i mean not fire burns there will be fire burns but bands are everywhere no fireworks is this america or what light them up right 80,000 acres on fire thanks to the 4th of July. Light them up! Hundreds of thousand acres. Anyway, what I was going to leave you with is a little small fact. Just to kind of, for you to take with you. As you're stopped at a red light today, or tomorrow, or any time really, and you think, huh, is that true? The U.S. Navy never considers a submarine lost if it doesn't return it's considered to be still on patrol huh is that true Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.